Yo, what's happening, people? This is part one of this podcast. Yo, Marv, I need you to do me a favour. I know we've already recorded this episode of the podcast, please, but I need you to put this voice note at the beginning of the next four episodes, please. I need to make a public announcement, yeah? All of the DJs that play music to people in our scene, make sure Cream featuring CB is in your Serato, is in your playlist, and is in all the tunes you want to play. I'm not going to tell you when to play it. I mean, but if you want help, when you're playing a set that involves K-Track Warm, slide it in there. Trust me. This song, yeah, is a mazine. Tr- uh, listen, I don't know what to say. But, Mark, please, like I said, please put this at the beginning of the next four, maybe eight. I mean, if you're feeling generous, I'm not going to be mad at it. Do you know what I mean? But I just feel like the streets need to know, and you know, free shots, we talk to the streets. Everybody enjoy the rest of the podcast. Love. Don't forget, live show, August the 19th, 02. Tickets are selling fast. Grab your tickets from Ticketmaster, Shubs.com and AXS.com. Also, don't forget to leave comments on the Spotify Let us know what you thought of the podcast, if you found it funny, any arguments you disagreed with, any points you want to make, anything you did agree with. And also, we tend to do a poll each week, so partake in the poll. All right, enjoy the episode. (laughs) Is it recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm blessed. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll just cut it out. Because, hey, no, no, this this will get out of (laughs) something. You know what it (laughs) is? You know, you're like, yeah, you're like, woo, jokes, in it? <laughs> just fucking with you. <laughs> I was just fucking with you, right? <laughs> oh, listen, we got bad jokes, in it? And I know you're listening, babes. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. You are now listening to the Free Shots of Tequila podcast with Marv Abbey, Mr. Exposed, and Taser fucking black. All right, then, um... What's happening, people? Welcome to another episode of the Free Shots Tequila podcast with myself, Marvin Abbey. Who else we got in the studio? Mr. Exposed. And Taser Black. And we've got two very, very special guests in the studio. Was it across the Atlantic? That's, that's, that's the, that's the old show. From overseas. From overseas. <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep it safe, you know, okay? My geography's all over, man. Which seed is this one? Can you say your names and where you're from, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Dr. Bobby Price, ATL. Atlanta. Stefan Speaks, also from Atlanta. Oh, okay. My favorite state. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Hey, listen, the view shared. No, I like the agriculture and the... Um, I had the statement, but it's no PC. And the music, brother. <laughs> so, so let's get straight into it. For the people who don't know who you are in the UK, what do you do? So I'm Dr. Bobby Price. I, I literally went from pills to plants. So I was working in a hospital and then tried to discover more natural and holistic ways to heal my community. And so I uh, started using food as medicine, herbs, uh, other holistic techniques. And now that's what I do. Uh, travel the country, speak, write books, and share with people the knowledge that I've learned traveling the world, uh, learning from other holistic doctors. What, why? Why did you... Like, why did you want to get... What What made you say paracetamol yeah, now? No, it's not even that, but because yeah. of what he said, is just, I just wanted to... Because I'm, I'm going to forget. Yeah. I just wanted to know quickly, like, why did you make that change from pills yeah, to... Yeah, so, so initially it was all about me. 
I was unhealthy. Okay. So I got diagnosed with high blood pressure when I was 16. This is despite being an athlete, only having 5% body fat. And so I was unhealthy for a long time. But when I started working in the hospital and I'm the only black doctor in there and all the black people are coming to me, now I'm their resource. Yeah. And so now I feel like a hypocrite because I'm sick and I'm telling them how to heal. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I was like, all right, if I can heal me, then I can help others heal themselves. So that's really what started the journey. Okay, dope. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm a certified relationship coach and author, uh, YouTuber. Been doing this for over, what, 13 years? And I'm just all about helping people with their relationships, with healing. That's a big thing. You know what I'm saying? And just overall living a better life. Why did you get? Why did you believe that's your calling, or why did you get into that? That's just literally what God led me to. You know what I'm saying? It's a long story, but it's just a series of events, constant praying, constant just asking God, "What do you want me to do next?" And each step just led to this. But also, I see like I've always been that dude. Random strangers come up to and give their whole life story. Okay. And people would just always come to ask for advice. But it took me going through a spiritual journey to understand what I'm supposed to do with that. When it comes to relationships, how I was going to ask if my mother, you know what I mean? Is this the Derek Jackson school of, you know, relationships? Ah! <laughs> 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 the first question. I needed to know what relationship uh, was before, before you came in, that's what we were we'll saying. We'll say, I, I wonder what kind of... I, I wonder if, uh, you don't go asking point black. Because Derek Jackson <laughs> was giving the girls what they wanted and at home, he was moving like... Different. I, listen, even like Turner was like, yo, that guy back. Yeah. So I'm just... At home, he was giving the girls what they wanted. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, but plural. And then at home, he was showing his wife what he wanted. He's a bad guy, you know. I just don't like that. I'd get that. I was going to get that out there eventually. Not, not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> he's, that, he, he's that one. He's that he's one. That you watch out with this one. No, no shotguns coming from this one. <laughs> That's the shotgun. I got it out. You know, it's the worst one I could have brought out. Let me start with this shit. You know what I mean? See if they leave, you know, these dead things are all good. So, when you do relationships and stuff, they say that what men are from Mars, women from Venus. Yeah. Do you encounter that in terms of when you're giving people relationship advice? Like, who tends to take it better? Who tends to listen more? Or does it depend on each relationship? No, nah, I mean, there, it, there are differences between men and women. You know what I'm saying? We're just wired different. There's, it's a biological fact. And so there's a different way that you have to convey messages to each gender. Okay. Women are a lot, tend to be more sensitive. So I have to be even more careful with how I present certain things to them. Um, men, you can be a little bit more straightforward, but unfortunately, today's man has gotten a lot more sensitive too. Indeed. So even with them, I have to be careful with how I say certain things. So it is understanding that both, both genders receive information differently, but also just on an individual basis people are going to receive information differently. So I just look to deliver it in the way that's most likely to catch the most people. Because I give advice for men and women. I have a YouTube channel for women. I got a YouTube channel for men. Okay. I got books for men. I got books for women. And so there's going to be some differences. And also certain points, like it's hard. People always say, oh, you can say that to both genders. You can, but certain details have to be discussed specifically to that gender. Yeah, yeah. So there are, there are some differences you have to take into consideration. So what kind of pushback did you get when you said, yeah, the reason for him coming back could be that he hasn't found out. He's found out, so really he hasn't got any other options. Push uh, push back as far as... Women receiving that information. Well, I mean, so again, it, this goes back to how you deliver the message. 
when when you say it in a way that tries to attack or devalue them, they're going to get defensive. They're going to lash out. They ain't going to want to hear it. But if you're saying it in a way that, hey, I'm trying to help you by letting you know that, yeah, this is the reason why he may come back because there's just nothing better out there. So to that, it just depends. Each, you know, woman is going to be different. But overall, like that video, there's a video I did on why he comes back. That video went crazy. They, they really, they enjoyed that video, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? But I think some people, it, 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 they don't like it because, yeah, some of them want to feel like, well, he only came back because I'm that good mm. rather than, no, there was just trash elsewhere and I'm actually not that great to him either. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. Sometimes you need someone to live. <laughs> you know, you're out there, you know what I mean? Other girls kicked you out. <laughs> you need somewhere to go. No, I, I you mean, know, that's the reality of a lot of people don't want to admit that some people are down and out and they think, you know who's going to take me back? Yeah, person sure. I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the only, like you said, options. It's the only option I have. And the minute I get back on my feet, or I'm some, out. Yeah, or sometimes <laughs> some people just can't afford to move out. Yeah. yeah. If I'm by myself, it's rough. So I'm just going to just, let me just like... Cost of living is crazy. You know, you think, mm, mm. you know what I mean? Like you say, I'm going to stay here for another 12 months. I just have to firm this mm-hmm. for another 12 months. You know what I mean? Until I find someone else to, you know, be to house me. That's how a lot of people think in relationships. A lot of women move like that and a lot of men move like that. Yeah. More so situationships than relationships. But I find nowadays, you know what I mean? The lines have gotten so blurry because I feel like everything has gotten so transactional. You, have you ever looked at a relationship sometimes and you're like, I don't even think you lot know what this is. Is yeah. this a relationship or, you know, long-term situationship where, you know what I mean, you've moved in together, you're doing this, but it's not really a full-term relationship. Yeah. It's literally one of those things that, you know what I mean, like, why are there so many gray areas in a marriage? You're like, you lot are married and there's so many gray areas here. Do, What's going on? Do you know what I think it is? I think um, I was having a conversation with someone the other day and um, there's this notion where, like, some people always think they're ready for relationship. As mm-hmm. in, like, they don't do any prep for it. So, for example, like, there might be someone just be like, I, I want to get relationship. I want, I want to be in a relationship. It's like, are you ready for one, though? But everyone believes that they're ready for one. Yeah. So when they get into a relationship now, you're not ready for a relationship because you're, you might be selfish and you want your needs catered for. Um, you might be someone who hasn't got the time for it. There's so many variables. But then when you now get into a relationship now, you're like, oh, this is not for me, but you're not honest with yourself. Can I, can I ask I a question? Say, what are the main things people need to consider before getting into yeah, a relationship? Like, what is a relationship? Because I think there's so much information online that a lot of people's perception or definition of a relationship is skewed. Everyone, I might want a relationship, but to me, it means someone who wants to watch Netflix with me all day long. Yeah. And then I might get involved with a girl whose relationship is actually, are we going to get married one day? So we're, we're going to clash at some point because we don't have the same vision. So... In, from what you've like seen and learned the people you've spoken to, what is a relationship? Well, first let me say, as far as the people thinking they're ready, they think that because they're only considering the benefits, not the work. Okay. So it's almost like people who think they're ready to be rich. Yeah, because they're thinking about the money they can spend. They're not thinking about the money they have to manage. They're not thinking about all the attention that comes with that money, all the other issues they have to deal with. So that's the reason why once they're in it and they realize, oh, this isn't just about me and what I'm going to get from it. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, maybe I need to take a step back. But as far as what a relationship is, it's two people who are coming together, who are agreeing to fulfill each other's needs and desires and build together. When I say build together, I don't, don't just don't mean like 
we're down on our luck. We're, we're both broken. We're going to build together. Build together just meaning we are going to do things together, pour into each other, and create something greater than us together. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's supposed to be. You know, that's how you make it healthy. The minute it's one-sided, the minute you have an individual who's not really embracing the other person's needs, you're asking for disaster to happen in that relationship. But I think also what's really important is you have to customize your relationship instead of make it cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. Most people are taking whatever they find from social media, whatever happened with their parents or their grandparents, and saying, I have to project that on what I'm creating for myself with this other person. It's important to know and understand that you can create whatever it is you two agree to. And most times, people aren't sitting down and having conversations with each other about what I want, what you want, and how we want to do this. Yeah. I I think growing up, I think people had the notion of where they wanted to be. So when they get older, there's certain boxes that they want to just tick. Yep. I've got to go to university. I've got to um, have a missus, a boyfriend, whatever. I've got to get married. I've got to have kids. I've got to get a job. So a lot of people, they try and fall into land. But on their within that journey, they're not looking at whether or not it's making sense. They just maybe want to please a parent mm-hmm. or they want to please society or their friends done it. So they're like, oh, they've gone uni, I've got to do uni. So I feel like there's a lot of pressure, external pressure, and social media has made it yeah. like that now. Yeah. Whereas you might have a girl who, for example, you and her going out and you're fine. Her friend gets engaged and now she's looking at you like, when are you going to put the question? Because exactly. you're thinking, what? We were cool. Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, like, we were fine just a minute ago. But now, because she's seen someone that's maybe been in a relationship at a similar time or just her friend now is, has done this, it's a wrap. Also, yeah. I've, I kind of heard stories of like women putting a time on the relationship. So it's like, we've been together for three years. By the time we hit five, I want a ring. If not, I'm the gone. brother's not, or, or I'm gone. And the, but the guy hasn't actually done anything wrong. He's just not ready to put the ring on. Yeah, for for sure. whatever reason, he's just not ready. And then five years hits and it's like, well, are you leaving now? Because the relationship's fine. It's just in your mind, you've told yourself, by 30, I'm going to be married. So now you're rushing me. So in that kind of scenario, what does the guy do? So what does the girl do as well? So okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be real with y'all. Like when you really look at it, number one, I, I highly question if after three years of them being together and she wants to get married, but he's not ready, that everything is fine. A lot of women may accept it and as far as, all right, I'm going to keep this going because I don't want to lose this opportunity. But she's not fine. She ain't been fine and the relationship has already been showing cracks. All right? And that's probably one of the reasons why he doesn't want to get married. As men, we got to be real with ourselves. Sometimes, not all situations, but a lot of times the reason why we've been with her that long and we're still not ready because we still see something that we don't like. And we're hoping maybe if she still gives us an attitude, maybe sexually things ain't really what we want it to be. So we're still hesitant because we're not confident about this woman. And so at that point, I actually do believe there has to be a time limit because we, when you're in it, you're looking at it as, well, it's not fair to me if I'm still doing my job and doing everything great. But consider if you're that woman or even if you're that man, because sometimes it's the other way around. And you've been with this person. How many times have we seen relationships like that? And the person say, okay, just, just give me more time. Give me more time. And then at some point, it's done. And they actually never got married. And then that same person gets with someone else and married within six months. Mm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so what that tells you is like, yo, it's, a lot of times it isn't about not being ready. It's that deep inside you weren't really sure about this person. And you're hoping 
that at some point you'll just feel sure enough to want to do it. But you're not really addressing why you don't feel that confident about it to begin with. But you know, I hear what you're saying, but sometimes it's, I don't think, I get what you're saying, but I don't think it's that clear cut sometimes. Because I feel like sometimes it could be a case of financially, you're not where you want to be. Because if you want to have a marriage, you want to get married, they're not cheap. Yeah. Remember, if you're going to buy a ring, it's not cheap. So if I'm in a space where the job I have is not really giving me the money I need, within three years, I can't do a ring in a wedding or to the standard that I might believe she wants or the standard that I believe the people around me think I should have. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think, or sometimes the case of, you know how guys are like, I don't think a guy I know has been like, I can't wait to get married. Yeah, we ain't in a rush. Because again, because in today's society, relationships are basically marriages without the legal agreement. Let's just be real. So for the man, there is no incentive of why we have to now take it to that legal place and spend all this money and get a wedding and all this type of stuff. So he's going to be way more hesitant. To the woman, though, she still doesn't have the full security that comes with marriage. Because let's be real, there's been women of celebrities that were just girlfriends. The celebrity passes away and she don't got nothing. She's, yeah. she's not legally protected in any kind of way. So if it is financial, which is, that's a fair argument. But my thing is, if you told that woman, hey, I, I, I can't give you the ring in the wedding right now. So that's why we need to wait. If it's been, let's say, three, four years, there's a lot of situations where the woman would be like, all right, well, cool. We don't need to have the wedding. I don't need a ring. Let's just go to the courthouse. And let's be real. Some dude's going to be like, nah, I'm still not ready yet. (laughs) Like, once you pull that card, now it's a different excuse. Because again, again, there's exceptions to every rule. But in in the majority of cases that I've actually looked at, it really boils down to he's just not that confident about mm. this woman. Mm. And he's not addressing what is making him lacking that confidence. What, what I meant, so, sorry, 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 what I meant was that growing up, for example, girls envisioned that day from young as yes. in like, well, I'm married, my white wedding. A, a lot of brothers weren't envisioning my, my <laughs> wedding, bro. Yeah, 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 so I'm yeah, saying yeah, growing yeah. up, mentality-wise, a guy's thing is either... I want to be a footballer. I want to be an NFL player. I want to be a basketball player. I want to be this. I want to... Do you know what I'm saying? It was more that I want to be the guy. Whereas, I'm not saying girls don't have those aspirations, but girls at some point in time, they want that fairy tale wedding. Do well, you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, you got to consider this. Like, our value as a man in society is the ability to be a provider. Brother, yeah, yeah. So that's our vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else comes with that. Yeah, yeah. The house, the car, the wife, the, the girl of your dream. We can't even get any of that until we're actually in a position to provide. Yeah, yeah. So that has to be our goal. Yeah, yeah. Their goal is a family. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing that's really important is they're on a time clock that we're not on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body, body I can clock. have kids when I'm 80. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Over if I'm the, healthy. The Nero. A woman got a, a, <laughs> a yeah, yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So like they're on a time clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so from my perspective, I have to look at am I because sometimes as a man, you'll feel like you're being microwaved. Like, it's being processed too quickly. Yeah, yeah, Now, that's a difference when you feel like you're being microwaved and the relationship is being pushed too quickly. Yeah, yeah. Versus, we've been a, a, together long enough for you to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a difference between those two. And I think, that's, yeah. I think that's what people conflate as well, that I feel like both arguments, people just put them together. And I feel like... They're not together. We, yeah, with this a is, guy, like, sometimes we, you, sometimes we know a friend that's been with his missus for time. But this, and, and you're like, bro... Pop the question, man. This is outlandish. What are you doing? Do you know what I'm saying? What I'm about to say is very outlandish, but this is how some people think. I had this conversation with some people not too long ago, 
this is actually how certain people think. So with men, right? They have what they call cheating credits. So you're with your partner or whatever. <laughs> wait, 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 hear me out. Well, hear me out. Let me land. Let me land. Hear me out. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I believe this. I'm just saying that's what's out there. So, you know, you get in a relationship or you're seeing this girl or whatever. She catches you doing some things. Now you have to make it official. You know what I mean? You have to reset your credits. You know, you run out of those credits. So now you're in a relationship. Oh, you talk about the people that do it by duress. Hey, wait, wait, listen, listen. No, 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 by duress. You know what I mean? You're in a yeah. situation. So you're with this woman. You're out there doing whatever you're doing. So you're in a relationship now. Cool, you're dating, you're dating. She catches you doing X, Y, Z a particular number of times. She's about to leave you. She's about to leave you now. So you have to reset your credits again. You propose. You're engaged now. You know what I mean? Your credits reset again. You know what I mean? So you've got some, you know, misbehaving credits. You know what I mean? <laughs> you do what you do. You I get mean, caught. Where? You get caught a couple more times. Now you actually have to get married. You know what I mean? Because there's some people that can stretch that engagement. This relationship is finished. Listen, 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 you know what I mean? So you, you know what I mean? You're now actually having to get married. So you're married now. You know what I mean? Your credits reset again. They don't reset. Chill. Bro. I'm What's going on? I'm, te- I'm telling you what the, the people are saying. Brother, no one said, this is you, bro. Listen. It's you. Saying they it's reset. Friend. So now you got to have a baby. After the baby, you do what you like. <laughs> 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 it's what I <laughs> But you know what I mean? And outside oh, of that, um, what I actually really wanted to say is, you know, when it comes to relationships, the one thing, so I'm not religious, but I grew up in the church essentially. And I think one of the greater things I saw from, you know, growing up in that is a lot of people before, you know, religious people, Christian people, before getting married, they would go into kind of marriage counseling, essentially. Mm-hmm. So that's something I think a lot of people don't do. Yeah, You absolutely. know what I mean? So you never really get to see, like, we're compatible in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Compatible. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dating, we don't live together. You know what I mean? We've never had to deal with all of that. A lot of people have never gotten there and sat there and had somebody ask them, Real questions, you know what I mean? The real important questions. What do you do when this happens? What happens when this happens? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? What does this look like? A lot of people have never thought of that. It's just literally the really fun feelings you get in your stomach when you're around each other, you know what I mean? Going out on dates, Netflix, this, that, you know what I mean? All of that stuff is fun. But when you get into a real relationship, when somebody gets ill, you know what I mean? And they can't work for the next 18 months. What do we do? You know what I mean? Because that's a serious situation. A lot of people don't think about that. What happens if I get hurt and I lose a leg? You know what I mean? What does that look like? A lot of people have never, you know what I mean? What happens if your missus can't have kids? You know what I mean? You've decided you want kids. What does that look like? So a lot of people have never kind of had those conversations and they don't realize that when you get into a long-term relationship, a marriage, that situation, you know, these are things to think about. We had a dilemma here where the girl basically said that she'd been seeing this guy for about four or five years and they had like a blase um, conversation about kids, but he didn't really register what she said. And then he got to the stage where he wanted to have kids and she was like, I told you, I don't want to have kids. He's like, wait, what? And he was totally confused because he wanted to have kids. He said, is it a medical thing? She's like, no, I just didn't. I don't see myself having kids. So in his mind, he's thinking, I just wasted five years then because I want kids. Mm -hmm. Or maybe he thought he was going to change her mind. I don't know. But I just don't understand how you'd go that long without asking those questions. Just to add to what I was saying, how important do you think it is for people to go into relationship counseling before taking the leap into 
we're getting married. You know, you're like, cool, we're in this situation and we want to get married. How important would you say it is for people to say, let's go out there and get relationship counseling or therapy? It's extremely important. I believe everybody should do it. To me, it's, it's, it's just foolish to, be, to go into such a serious commitment without doing some premarital counseling. You need to make sure that all the issues are addressed, such as having kids, finances, all these things. But I also want to say the reason why people can go that long without having those discussions is because they're not dating intentionally. You see, if I'm just dating this person and I don't have it in my head that, okay, I'm, I'm planning to get married at some point, so I need to do my due diligence, well, then I start overlooking those important conversations. Mm-hmm. And I just think I'll eventually get to that point when I feel like I'm serious enough to take it to that level. But in that point, like you said, three, four, five years in, and now you find out you're not on the same page. And now you feel like you've been cheated. The, thing, the, thing, the reason why I say I understand where some of these people are coming from is because, for example, my mom does it. So mm-hmm. I've, I've said to my mom, I'm trying to be grown. So I've come home one day and I said, mom, I've got life insurance. She's panicking because it's like you're predicting when you're going to die. I'm oh, like, man. no, mom. It's an Nigerian. It's an Nigerian. Are you saying you're going to die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mom is just life insurance. Like. So, so when I'm discussing what the benefits are, she's like, what are you trying to say? I'm like, Mum, I'm just protecting myself and my, my child. I'm saying if I die, you're good, bro. <laughs> you're yeah, so yeah, dumb. Get a Lamborghini. But it's like having that kind of conversation. A lot of people avoid it. Yeah. Or, or sometimes you wake up and you're like, there's a, there's a, there's a pain here. And it's like, mm, I'll go by. You go into yeah. the gym. You're like, I'm not even going to do shoulders. You've told yourself you're not working shoulders because yeah. there's a pain there. Yeah. But you, haven't gone, you haven't addressed it with the doctor. You don't want to hear the truth. Yeah, you just yeah. think, mm, do you know how, how get how, by. How important are um, body MOTs? Do you know what that is? Like, body MOTs? It's like, like the full body health checks that people tend oh, yeah, to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're extremely important. But the, the tag off what he was saying, okay. most relationships fall apart because of unexpressed expectations. Yeah, okay. Unexpressed expectations. Most people aren't talking about the things that they really want in a relationship. And the most important thing about that is there's a difference between things that are negotiable and non-negotiable. People are... Focusing on the on the negotiable things yeah. and forgetting about the non-negotiables. So I think that's really important. That was a non-negotiable for him in that circumstance, mm. but he didn't effectively express. You didn't treat it like a that expectation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's on him. To be honest with you, but I feel like society in general are doing a lot of things that they're stopping people's non-negotiables. Like for example, you can be called something if. Example, your non-negotiable is maybe you don't want your woman to dress a particular way. Yeah, people sure. say you're controlling. So a lot of people now, a lot of men are kind of like having to readjust their when non-negotiables they pretend cool with or pretending they're, they're cool, cool with, with stuff because they know that if, for example, they say, why are you wearing that? The girl will say, you can't tell me what to wear. I'm yeah. a woman. You're controlling me. This right. is a narcissist. Next minute, you throwing words at a man and it's like, do you know what? I'm going to keep quiet. But technique, But now he's not happy with no. What's going on? He, he, needs, he needs to say something. And, and the reason why this is important is because what I quite often see is there are a lot of women who want traditional men, but they're not willing to be traditional. Yeah. So you got to understand if you're going into a traditional relationship, there are going to be traditional standards, traditional rituals, traditional uh, customs, things that are expected. It, it literally comes in a box when you say, I want somebody who's traditional. So if you're entering into a relationship where you say, hey, I want a traditional woman, yeah. let me effectively communicate to you what that means to me. Right, but if I argue on the women's side, the woman could say, yeah, you want a traditional woman, but I'm a modern woman in terms of I work. 
nine to five like you do. Mm-hmm. So traditional is me being at home. For example, like yes. traditional is me being at home looking She's after right. kids, whatever. But if I'm not in that capacity where I'm having to go to work, some of the traditional values that you want, I'm not going to be able to give because I'm going to be tired like you. We're coming home at the same time. So how does that work in these ships in terms of... So the thing is, we we have to... We have to de- de- decide what kind of life we want to live, yeah. all right? And understand that everyone's not going to be with that. Just because they're not with it doesn't mean change the life you want to live. It means wait till you find someone who embraces that lifestyle. Yeah. So I think a lot of men and even women are making the mistake of thinking, oh, well, because society is saying this is bad or why should I have to do this? They're like trying to adjust rather than sticking to what is important to them. What are their values? But also understanding that means you won't be able to entertain certain, let's just say women, that you want because they're not with that kind of lifestyle. So, yep. for example, some men may want this IG model. And that IG model doesn't want to live the lifestyle you want to live. Maybe she wants to live an expensive lifestyle and she wants to go on trips. And you're like, no, I, I want this woman, but I want her to fit into my box yep. of a very frugal lifestyle and not spending money. And that's where men get into trouble because then he'll adjust in the beginning and try to spend all this money to impress her, finally get her. He can't keep it up. He never could keep it up, all right? And he don't even like living that life. And now she's mad. She's resenting him. And he feels like, oh, well, she's ungrateful. No, you tricked her. You tricked her. It's the same (laughs) way as if when women get with a man and act like, let's just talk about it, a super freak. She does everything you want in the bedroom. <laughs> but she know damn well she's not trying to do those things forever. All right? Yeah. That she's just doing that to reel you in. And then once she gets you, she got all kinds of excuses. Yeah. That's messed up. She tricked yeah. you because she never could sustain that life. Why if you she so wanted you all the time, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> if she wasn't with that, she should have been real with herself from day one and gotten with a dude who doesn't have that high of a sex drive. Yeah. Then they can be happy together and let that man find a woman that fits him. So everyone needs to be real about what they need and what they desire and what they're willing to give to someone and only get with the individuals who align with you. And it doesn't make you a bad person for Absolutely. wanting what you want. And it doesn't make them a bad person for not being w- willing to give you what you want. It just makes you not for each other. Exactly. And I think people become bad people when they pretend they're with what they're not with. And then they start messing with people's heads. Yeah. That's, that's way worse. Yeah. In, Showing you know, up you know, in a mask. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah, you end up in just really weird situations where like, I, you said you were okay with XYZ. Now we're in this situation where yeah. I'm doing this. Now you're not cool with it, but you said you were. Mm-hmm. But also, how do we deal with, as people, what ever evolving, we're ever changing. So, you know, when you're like, I was cool with X, Y, Z at this point, how do we deal with the fact that five years later, maybe I'm not cool with this? Yeah, I'm you know what I mean? So it's like, how, you know what I mean? In a relationship, how do you deal with something like that? Because you're like, I could have been okay with this five years ago. And that person is like, well, I was like this five years ago when you got with me, but you're like, it's five years you in. Gotta you know what I mean? You've got to constantly communicate. Yeah. And you got to realize that you're growing together and you're both, you're also both growing individually as well too. And so the important thing to understand is as this journey goes along, there's got to be constant communication. Mm-hmm. Like if we're walking along a journey and every now and then I go left and you go right, you know, we're going to end up two different places. But if we're getting to a turn and we're saying, hey, so I see there's a four-way stop coming up here. I'm thinking of going left because of this reason. They're like, I'm thinking of going right because of this reason. Well, what's the best for both of us? You had that conversation. Now you get to the turn. Now you know exactly what direction you're going into. 
but most people aren't communicating their growth. Most people aren't communicating their shifts. And because of that, they stay stuck or they either get to a point where they literally have to go apart. And I have to add, I think in most cases, we're not changing. We're just finally accepting the truth of who we are. Mm. So to give an example, using the whole not liking a woman who dresses a certain kind of way, there's a dude who right now is only accepting it because he's not confident enough to tell a woman he doesn't tolerate that, right? right? So now he plays along with it. And after five years, he finally gets to a place where he's either confident enough or just tired of that kind of behavior. And now it finally comes out. And it's like, well, I've changed. No, you haven't changed. You was always that dude. You were afraid to be that dude. You just so didn't you, want to say, I don't like you exactly. off naked. Exactly. So you need to be real with yourself and learn who you are as early as possible. So the piggy bank of that, yeah. So there's a big thing going on now with Kiki Palmer. I was on you. I was on that for that. So in regards, so I've seen um, social media been divided. That a lot Ooh. of people have. I've seen a lot of women saying, "We love Kiki. Leave her alone. She can wear what she wants. It's actually concert. So what? She's singing. Whatever." I've seen a few men, not really on socials though, because they want to keep their voices down, <laughs> saying, "Well, I'm with my man." But a lot of people didn't. The only thing they didn't condone was him going on Twitter and out in her. It's your wife or your missus. You could talk to her at home if that's what you if you don't like it, but. If that if they were in this, if they came to you for relationship advice, he's sitting there, she's sitting there. What are you telling them about that scenario? Like, what's your take on that scenario? Based on his tweet, based on his tweet. No, just based on the situation in terms of you've seen the video of her with Usher, yeah, and her hugging Usher, and, and he's seen his response, and her what she's wearing, her turning around, Usher doing the oof with the mic. <laughs> Yeah, that, when you know I'm saying that, the, issue, the issue is because of what no, you no, tweeted. No, no, it's the whole thing. It's just, it's just to say the whole thing. Yeah. And then, then he's tweeted because of that. All so right. if you're if they're both sitting in front of you, what are you? Okay, so they come to me as a couple. So my let me just lay the foundation that I'm going to come into the mindset of maybe these were mistakes that be, can be corrected. And let's yeah. discover if this is correctable yeah. or not. So it's like, all right, this already happened. We recognize that one, she behaved in this way and dressed a certain kind of way. And I'm going to ask, okay, did you guys ever had discussions before about this type of stuff? Did he lay the, the guidelines of saying he does not appreciate or he finds these things inappropriate? Yeah. Because if he did and she crossed that line, she's dead wrong, plain and simple. Now, let's say they never had that conversation. She didn't know it was going to be that big of an issue. Okay, now he's letting you know he's not cool with that. Are you cool with embracing the standard he's setting for your relationship? If yes, we can fix this. If no, we might need to go in a different direction. Now, as far as he, he's concerned... I I didn't like the internet, taking it to the internet either. Yeah. However, when the disrespect was in public, the response tends to be in public as well. Yeah. So I understand why he may have felt the need to take it there. So I'm going to say to her, listen, we, we can't like stay mad at him for doing that if we're trying to fix this here. But he does have to recognize, they both do, that going forward, we keep this in-house. You know what I'm saying? We, we address these issues behind closed doors. And so... From there, it's just a matter of, are you guys able to get on the same page or not? You know what I'm saying? But And he needs to be clear about what he thinks is okay. And as well, she needs to be clear about what she finds inappropriate or appropriate when it comes to him. And just determine, 
can we embrace that or maybe we're just not a good fit for each other? Yeah. And nah, I, nah, that's nah, sick. It happens. But, 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 you know, posting, you know what I mean? She's like, you're a married woman and this and this. Apparently when they were together or whatever, he's posted pictures of her where she's half naked. You know what I mean? Where I think one, she's covering her breasts and so on. So he's put pictures out like that. You know what I mean? So in that situation, let's say that information lands in your lap. What direction do you then take it? Because you're like, well there, buddy. But you were cool posting her a certain way online. But how is it a problem now? So, uh, so then I would want to find out, okay, is the issue how she was dressed or her behavior with Usher. Yes. That, that's what we now have to discover. So was he just lashing out because of how far she took it with the way she engaged with him? And if that's the case, it still goes back to establishing what are the boundaries here? What are acceptable? Why did she feel so comfortable even doing that in the first place? And yeah. is she going to be able to respect this man's boundaries or not? Because I saw some women on the internet saying stuff like, a kept hoe should stay quiet. Basically saying she's taking care of him. You know what I'm saying? So you should just shut up. And it's like, no, that's unhealthy as hell. Because if we flip the situation, we all know (laughs) that would be a problem. Finn got it. Um, It's true. Charles the Rapper. And he was in Jamaica winding up on the babes. And everyone's like, wait, ain't this a married man? Ah, it's part of the culture. That's what they do. No, but ain't he a married man? And then someone threw Dexter Daps into the... uh, mix as well, saying what he does at his concerts. Is his wife okay with it? And then there's that discourse online. Chris Brown be calling the girl to the stage like, yo, yo, and he's dancing for them. I, I guarantee some of the girls have got boyfriends. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I had to add my little bit. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be some general understandings of what was respectful and what wasn't and what was not. And now the lines are so blurred. Mm. And the reason why they're so blurred is if you go back before Instagram, and we're talking like 13 years ago, like, Seems like a there are pictures ago. that are on Instagram that 13 years ago used to be the pictures that you would text to your boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. you would text to your husband. The kind of videos you were only, that only that person would see. Not everybody gets to see it now. So the lines are so blurred now, and we don't even have an idea about what is disrespectful and what is not disrespectful. Yeah. Now, my thing is, is again, I, I totally agree with him, like, they got to figure out what this situation is. Yeah. I think every relationship needs to be customizable and figure out what works for you. But if you kind of compare this, and it's hard to compare, but if we did a comparison to what happened with Will Smith and Jada, what you see is two men who got disrespected publicly. And as a result of that, you see the backlash of what happens when men get disrespected publicly. And I think in general, it's just really important to understand for men, the highest priority is always respect. And so when a man feels disrespected, he's going to act out in ways. You understand? So like, I think it's just really important for, like, if I had to give my sisters, I have three sisters, I had to give them advice. I always tell them, find out two things about your man. Find out how he wants to be respected and what he finds disrespectful and find out how you can support him. Those are the two most important things to a man. Mm. And if a woman can do that, then it will be very easy, not only for her to navigate the relationship, but also for him 
to figure out how do I love you? How I make you feel protected? How do I make you feel secure as well, too? And I think even with men, because some, you know, when you like think of, no, like when we look at women, you know what I mean? Like in terms of pictures that are out there, like I feel like social media, you find guys, you know, if you catch guys thirsting in comments and you're like, bro, you're like, you have a family at home. Why are you saying these things in people's comments? Bro, even like, I, I, bro, to the point no, where we even, can see you, bro. Even rappers, like, and I say that's one, like I even just outside you. of relationships, I look at rappers that I grew up, you know, kind of like respecting you like, yo, this dude, and you see them in women's comments and you're like, bro, she's like 21 and you're saying these mad things. Like, have you ever looked at someone that's like, I thought you were a different person. And then you think, if I feel this way, how does your family feel about this? Because I can't respect you no more. I just don't get, uh, it's, not, it's not even in the DMs. It's, for, it's open. It's just, but it goes yeah. back to Anyone what you can see it. Because sometimes but, you can see it like, and you're like, wow, it's my mom. It's what you were saying. 13 years ago, that stuff you sent to your woman. Yeah. Now you're in some, any girl's comments you know what I mean? Yeah. Saying, hey, madness. You know what I mean? And you're a 46-year-old man in some girl's comments and you have your wife and kids at home thinking, what is this guy why, getting up Why to? are you age-shaming? I'm not age-shaming. <laughs> you're you're age-shaming, bro. What's the age, 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 age you got to do with his behavior? See? Everything. See? No, it. Brother, if, 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 you're, if you're moving mad at any age, you're moving mad, bro. You're telling me a 21-year-old dude moving wild in the comments is the same as a 46-year-old dude? No, it's dude. not the same, but it's Whoa. the same in terms of you're, you're both moving mad. So, Taser, is, is that safe to say? I got, I got, age? I got a text. No, no, I got a text. I got a text. No, but relax. Text like, can I read the text, please? Well, you can, but I'm saying, is that different? Bro, like... If someone 21 murders someone and someone 46 murders someone, both are, you're both on the M charge, bro. Huh? Yeah. Mm, I got a text. Read, read the text, bro. All right, cool. The text says, yeah, because um, some girl just recently found out that you lie in the studio. Yeah, okay. so she's basically asking, is she going to see any content from you guys in the Freak Nick documentary? <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie, you know. Oh, Bobby yeah. look guilty, that's fuck. Yo. Bobby look guilty. Are you like outside? Are you like outside? That's what I'm saying. I was on the pills there. I'm just a bit... Too young for that. <laughs> you missed that window, yeah? But I caught the end of it. And I, but I, went, no. How so, mad was it, though? Because obviously we're from here. Yeah, see? That was the maddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Serious. What can you yeah. compare it to? Like, that's just nothing to now. compare it to. Just yeah, imagine. Just imagine. Because you got to understand in Atlanta, we have so many HBCUs. Okay? Now imagine all of the historically black colleges converging. Into Atlanta Mental. during a spring break time. All of them coming, knowing that there's going to be this party that the city is just going to let run rampant. All right? Yeah. Now, imagine all of the streets so packed that you can't move your car, so everybody decides just to get out and dance on their cars. Party, there's about 100, 200,000 kids who are wearing skintily clad clothes. There's... Omegas, there's all types of frats and sororities. It was just it's madness. Like, it's like the devil's anus, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I thought, I thought I was in the devil's playground. I've never heard that. Was that a medical term? Was that? Yeah, no. <laughs> you never heard that. The devil's anus. The yeah, devil's yeah. booty hole, bro. This shit got the boosty shot cigar. Yeah, you, you know, uh, I was a bystander, literally was taken along with um, a few of my, like, childhood mentors who were, like, college students at the time. So I only was a witness. Yeah, so true. if you see me in there, I'm a witness. Like, I'm probably like this. 
Because even some of the pictures that you've seen, it's just like, what? The maddest picture on? is the policeman and he's just spreading the woman's cheeks by the car. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, <every day> <laughs> got, I heard he got sacked immediately, but... No, but I, remember, back in the day, the photos that they would have been taken, literally, I would have just sent it to you and done. Yeah. But you would have just come to my oh, house. Oh, it wouldn't have been it. online. Yeah, yeah it wouldn't have been online. You do this yeah, way. yeah, do you know what I mean? The, so the disposables. And back then, the pictures were grainy. You yeah. know what I mean? You're looking at that picture like, could it be? Nowadays, you're getting an 8K, 8K, you know, the avatar cameras. <laughs> <laughs> you know what <laughs> you are now listening to the Three Shots of Tequila podcast with Marv Abbey, Mr. Exposed, and Taser Black.